Hello, everybody. Welcome to St. Codependencia, podcast about all things mental health, in particular codependency. My name is Courtney Coleman, and I will be your host. Thanks so much for joining me today. Today, I am going to be talking about fuel tanks. That's the analogy for today. It's a really good one. I think of fuel tanks when I think about parents and children and how parents fill up their kids' fuel tanks from their own fuel or lack thereof. If they are always running on empty, then that's all the kid knows. And so maybe you had a parent that was just sort of like always getting by, like just getting by, like just putting in a couple of dollars at a time, you know, never having enough to fill up their gas tank. And even though it's a small analogy, it could it could be a, a larger one if you look at someone's whole life. And a lot of times something as simple as a gas tank can be a visual representation of something larger. So everyone and everything has a starting point. You know, you can start with what you're given, like whatever your parents give you. That's what you that's what every kid starts with. And some kids get way more than others. I mean, that's just a fact of life. It's just how it's just how it is. You know, I don't know. Seems awful and unfair, <laughs> but God has a purpose for all of this. So yeah, a lot of kids have way more than others and some kids have certain things and other kids are lacking others and they might have a lot of great things in their life. But if your tank was regularly being refilled whenever it was needed, you probably grew up really happy because that just meant that someone was looking at your vehicle, overall vehicle, and the and there is no expectation of this vehicle to to be able to operate without fuel. So if you are getting fuel from your parents regularly, they are tending to your needs and you are fully functional, happy, just riding down the road, just a, a vision of life and happiness. And let's let's all be that, right? Let's be that car that is just in Tuscany, just hair in the wind, vineyards all around you, pizza in your belly. That's the car I'm driving, the Ferrari on an Italian countryside. <laughs> I, was, I was putting in a couple of dollars at a time for way too long and my car broke down and I got a new one. <laughs> so do not worry if you start to feel guilty about all of this hitting you and feeling guilty about blaming or being upset with your parents. All you have to do is start passing the buck up. Just say, well, it was because they their parents weren't filling up their tank and so on and so forth till you get to the point where you don't know them anymore and you don't care about it. So everywhere has to start somewhere. You have to evaluate your own gas tank correctly. There's a lot of parents out there that seem to be filling up their children's fuel tanks. And that's what it looks like from the outside. It looks like they're being taken care of and they're involved and they may be making good grades or, you know, it, it can be. That's why trauma is so that's how it's deceptively woven into our society and culture is because it's all hidden. It's in the sexual abuse, the physical abuse, it's in the alcoholism, the the prescription drug ad addiction. It's it's all of these things that kids are absorbing, but they can't let the outside world know that any of it's going on. So they have to pretend that they're fuel tank is full because that's what their parent is doing, essentially. So they are thinking in their mind, oh, yeah, 
I have a full tank, you know, because I'm busy, I'm doing well, I have friends, you know, blah, blah, blah. And so it wasn't until recently that I realized that I had no fuel. <laughs> I did. I was just putting a whole bunch of crap, like going back to the very first episode of snow globes. It's like I said, you can put whatever you want in your snow globe in your life it could be things of substance, service organizations and fitness and education, all these things that have benefits. If it has benefits, then it's positive. If it has consequences, then it's negative. But because things are so muddy and gray nowadays, how much is positive? How much is negative of a certain activity, hobby, relationship? We have so much freedom that if you weren't shown from your parents how pick the right fuel, your car's going to keep breaking down. So you might be asking, okay, what is fuel, Courtney? All right, here it is. It's positivity. I know it seems like... (laughs) anticlimactic, but that's it. It's just positivity. If your parents are showing you positivity, it in any form, laughter, joy, connection, attention, playfulness, if it's in the positive category, that is filling up your gas tank and your children's gas tank, your friends' gas tanks, you know, other people who are modeling your behavior because it's positive. That is adding to your fuel, things that are real self-care. And also fuel is connection with God real connection with God, not with religious organizations or religious activities. I mean, that is fuel. Yes, can be, but it's not without the connection to God. And you know, only you know if that's there or not. And the reasons why you're doing all the religious activities and things like that, and the reason why you're engaging in all the other things that you're engaging in. If it's positive, it will reap rewards, yield blooms, etc. One of the things that I realized was not fuel. was Bravo TV. Most of you who are listening know me pretty well and know that I was a huge Bravo TV watcher. Love me some housewives. I watched every single show religiously. And throughout the course of, you know, the last couple years, things have naturally been filtered out of my life, out of my snow globe, if you will. Because you can put things in your snow globe that have substance, like I was saying, or things that are just like like styrofoam peanut. You can fill your time up with it, but it's just not a real substance. And that's essentially what I realized, that there was a lot in my life that was just styrofoam peanuts. I was spending a lot of my energy on stuff that was not substantial. So once you focus on fuel, positivity, self-care, connection with God, these types of things, you start performing better, just like a vehicle. You operate as you're intended to operate, as God has intended you to be. But the funny thing about God is that he doesn't give us the fuel. And sometimes he's like, well, you may have thought that was fuel, but that's not fuel. Your parents lied to you. this is uh, all wrong. (laughs) You got to start over. (laughs) Sometimes you got to do that. And here we are. There are a lot of things out there labeled as fuel, but they're not. And one thing that I've gotten really uh, in tune with is if it's something that you are doing for stress relief, pain relief, what you run to, whatever you run to when you feel like your snow globe's all shaken up, whatever you go to, if that thing is attached to guilt and shame, then it's going to be siphoning fuel from your fuel tank. It's not actually helping you. And that's what alcohol was for me. So it was a pain reliever, but a pain reliever that came with a lot of apologies and a lot of damage. And like, that's the other thing. The thing that you're running to after you go and do it, if you're having to do a ton of apologizing and there are major consequences of engaging in it, then it is 100% subtracting from your fuel tank and not adding to it. But a lot of times people don't want to stop those cycles and they lie to themselves and they say, no, 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 it's not. It's actually 
actually adding to my fuel tank. But for me, it was like, well, if you're hungover the whole next day, <laughs> that is absolutely not adding. It added nothing. It only subtracted from my father's life. And I and I watched this start to finish. And so that's why I feel so impassioned about sharing this because I saw what this looks like day in and day out. And it could be, it doesn't have to be alcohol. It could be anything. So anything that adds to your life is fuel. Like if it goes into the addition column, it's fuel. Those are the things that make you feel like you're in alignment with what you were supposed to be doing. And like going back to my dad, I I watched him live out of alignment every single day and then constantly pouring pain relievers on that pain and shame and then suffering the increasingly harmful consequences in all areas of his life. Starts with your friends and then with your job and your family and your kids and it's it's just one by one. And so living life that way, I didn't realize he was living on an empty tank all his life. But I thought I could fill up my own tank. And so a lot of times what happens is is with this is what codependents do, right? So your parents are not filling up your tank cuz they don't know how they're on an empty tank or they're saying they have a full tank and they're and they're putting their worth in something else. So whatever they are obsessed with, love to do, need to do, whatever they run to, that's what they're saying their fuel is. But if it isn't positive, if it isn't taking care of them, and if it doesn't connect them with God, then it probably isn't. So what codependents do is they try to look for alternate sources of fuel to find ways of filling themselves up. But you can't do that without God. And parents really need to show that God-given fuel in order for you to know that it's there. When you have no awareness of how to fill up your tank, you can't fill up your children's tank either. And that's why these are cycle patterns. And sometimes by not doing something that can subtract from your tank, by not making a decision, by not speaking up for yourself, by not doing something, it's showing your children the same thing. And then that will subtract from their tank in their future adult life. So because of my dad's denial of his trauma and disease and splinters, etc., he would tell me lies about how he was doing, you know, how great his jobs were. And he made me think he had gas and I, I thought I had gas too. I thought I was on a great track, but it was fake fuel because <laughs> it was it was with stuff and people and not who I was meant to be. I was never able to discover what children need in order to fly. And so parents fill their fuel tanks up with career hobbies, other people, their friends that send their kids out onto the road with not a full tank and that car will break down. Sorry, guys. I think my husband is power washing the garage or something. I apologize. You need to give kids the real stuff. You can't skip the steps. And I've really had a big lesson in this this week. I have a three-year-old and he has to have the same routine. You you can't pull out one of the steps of bedtime. You got to give him every single step of it. And even if you're so exhausted, you got to pull down deep and do it. And it's like such a hard thing that I've been trying to balance nurturing myself, healing through splinter recovery, and then also being there for my children. And the lessons that I've really garnered this week are no matter who you are or what you are, you need comfort and nurture in the early stages of your life. And anything, if it's a plant, if it's a dog, if it's a child or person, you have to give them attention, give them guidance, 
play with them, comfort them. It's not just buying them clothes, paying for their tuition, making sure that that they're up to date on all their <laughs> checkup. A lot of parents check boxes, but there is the real stuff, the real fuel that can't be substituted. You have to fill up your own tank in order for you to have anything to put in their tank. And you can't delegate that to anyone or anything else. And What's really awesome about this analogy is that once you realize you can start filling up your own tanks, then then you know that you've taught your kids who's going to teach your grandchildren and great-grandchildren, great-grandchildren, great-great-grandchildren. Woo! It's exciting. A bunch of full gas tanks, guys. That's what we need. And I just had one final thought about fuel tanks and vehicles. Many times, people who are broken down in their vehicle on the side of the road because they've run out of gas, they get upset with you for not stopping. Or if you do stop, you can't fix it because you're not a mechanic. They need to call the tow truck and get their vehicle fixed. What I want to tell people is that you will miss out on your life if you are on the side of the road, broken down, trying to fix other people's vehicles and trying to put fuel in other people's tanks. It is only possible for you to live the life God intended you to live. If you fill up your own car and if you see somebody broken down on the side of the road, you stop, you say, here is a phone number. Here is where you should go. You give them all the tools that you know that they can use. And then you continue on fueling up your vehicle and living your God-given life. That's the message for today. Thank you so much. Please leave me a review. All you have to do is tappy tap tap right below and share on social media. If you feel so inclined, I would love to get in some more ear holes. Bye. Please be advised that I am not a licensed therapist, nor do I have any degrees in mental health. I strongly encourage everyone to seek out the care of a mental health professional. And as always, go find your light and where you begin is within. Bye.